You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Devone, attacking all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Trifecta. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. Hey, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to Music, Men, and My Mental. I'm C. Devone, where we're talking about all things in your career, your relationship, and your overall health. So... Another day, another season, and you know I like to start with a little homework. So this homework, uh, you know, we're around the holidays right now, and we have these moments where we have a little rest. First of all, you know, after those holiday parties happen, like, you have that chill time. But as an entrepreneur, we're freaking out when it's chill time, because that (laughs) means, like, no work, no pay. But today I did something that was... um, it's about awareness and I really wanted to do a checkup. So I pulled my credit report. I, um, yesterday I went to the dermatologist to make sure I got a lump checked out that was on my shoulder. And I also TMI, you know, I love talking a little too much. I got a pelvic sonogram and it's because I deal with this PCOS and I want to really be in charge and aware of the state of my health. So with the doctor, I mentioned this to my, my, my guest on the show, which I will introduce in a second. My um, GYN did not want me to get a sonogram. She basically told me, if I look for something, I'm going to find it. She said, I'm a black woman of a certain age, and it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to have, like, fibroids, and I'm going to have issues. So if they're not bothering me, then I shouldn't check for them. Now, I would love, love to hear you guys' comments about that because that did not sit well with me. She is not a woman of color, but she was like, listen, (laughs) you're over 25. You're going to have some fibroids. Like, it's just going to be an issue. Like, I mean, what do you really want to get out of learning about this? But I want to know for my own awareness, I want to go into this year that's coming up right now and really have a hold on. Look, my credit report, I'll just be totally honest. It was different from last year. (laughs) It was very different. I'm an entrepreneur this time where I have highs and lows. It is what it is. But it's about the awareness for us to want to get to the next level, understanding that if something is wrong with me, what I can do to make myself better, whether it's eating, whether it's getting surgery, et cetera. I want to know. So my homework for you is to check up, get a checkup for yourself and make sure that you are preparing yourself for the year to come. Now, my guest today, I got a man on the show, y'all, because I know y'all been talking about me and saying that I'm having too much women on the show. The purpose of the show is Music Men and My Mental, which stands for your career, your relationships and your overall health. So it doesn't necessarily stand for her men. It's just that men sometimes are the demise of my life at times. However, (laughs) it is about us going through this trifecta to live a more purposeful life. So introduce yourself, man. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, My name is Andre Richardson. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I just say like the checkup? That's that's very dope. Thank you. I think it's very important that we have these conversations with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think much like we would have a conversation with anybody else and, and, you know, we would want them to talk to us Mm -hmm. in a gentle way. Mm -hmm. Um, So the vibration that that is permeating through us when when we're having these conversations is gentle and it's Mm -hmm. healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I just want to say that. 
my, my thank you. I mean, it's not, <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, the credit report was something that, um, you know, actually someone, I was talking to a credit repair person and just mm-hmm. kind of just preparing my, my finances. Right. And he said, we're going to do this. And I said, no, I really don't want to. But I knew I had to. I knew before sure, I got in a phone sure. call, I was going to have to, 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 to do it. However, he said, you know, if I had a dollar for every person, I said they didn't want to do it right. because they would rather not know. Yeah, I went and through that, the same thing. that hit me so hard. Yeah. And I thought when I got off the phone, when I went through the credit report, I thought I was going to just be in just tears. Right. But I felt so good because I was like, this is going to change. Right. I know that this is going to get better. So, you know, you know, sometimes checkups don't always go that well. And even with like going to get the pelvic exam and first of all, that's painful as fuck. Like it's not, it's it's not comfortable. Someone up your vagina, like, you know, up. it's not, it's not a pleasurable experience. However, yes, it was uh, good to do. Yeah. And you took Mm -hmm. action and that's, Mm -hmm. and that's important. Um, but I I want to talk about about you because you are, I just find you so interesting and I won't, I'll I'll share how, how we actually met each other Mm -hmm. because uh, you're just like, a very well-rounded man, Thank you know. You. Thank you. I mean, there's the politics, there's yoga, there's everything. So tell people like what you do and who you are. Okay, so I like to I like to tell people that I am a reformed political consultant. Hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> so, you know, I've worked in politics for about 17, 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, started my own firm in in 2010. Mm. And I always viewed myself as a political consultant. It was, Mm. it was this year that I found the positivity, Mm. um, holistically, not that there, that there's no positivity in politics, Mm -hmm. but I found it's hard to find it right now. hundred percent, hundred percent. And not, and not just what we're seeing, uh, out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but even like on the local level, there's tons Mm -hmm, of local mm -hmm, issues mm -hmm. that, that can be upsetting and, and make us depressive at times. Mm Um, but for me, when I say reformed, I mean, I found the positivity holistically, not just in the business, but I found what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. in the business. Like I had a responsibility mm-hmm. to bring positivity to it. Mm. So I say reformed because I now call myself when asked a political practitioner mm-hmm. and a practitioner is someone who who practices the art mm-hmm. of what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a transactional person in anything that I do, but in a business that is like hyper transactional like politics i don't i don't want to i don't want to work for someone just for the sake of working for them to earn money to pay my bills and to present them to a certain constituency or community mm-hmm. i want the community and i want the client or politician or the issue or whatever i want there to be i want there to be common ground mm-hmm. for all parties involved mm-hmm. would you ever run for poli- politics like would you be in would you want run for something? So I ran. I ran in two thousand. Yeah, I ran in two thousand nine when I lived in Jersey City. Oh, what did you run for? Uh, city council. Okay. Yeah, and I and I lost. I lost the runoff. Thank thank God. If well, I'm not looking. God's not up there, but okay. Um, but <laughs> looking for God. He's in here. He's, He's in here. He's in here. Okay. I, yeah. Um, but I I missed I missed what they call the runoff. No candidate got fifty percent of the vote, so I missed it by thirty votes, mm-hmm. and I was crushed because this was like this was like my dream. Um, I was what I learned now to mm-hmm. be attached to that outcome. Mm-hmm. Like I saw myself as a politician. So when mm-hmm. that didn't work out, I was, I was devastated. 
But what it really did was teach me how to be a good consultant. Mm. Now I can say like like any other industry um, where you're a sole practitioner, CEO, principal, founder, whatever, you can say, well, I've done this and here are my mistakes. Here's what I've learned from it. Here's the information in that process with the mistakes that you don't have to repeat, basically. Mm. So are you do you watch Power? I do. I just watched the final. So are you like Ramona? Like, like, like who? <laughs> I'm not great with the names. Wait, who's, who's, wait, is she the strategist? Yeah, she's the strategist. Are you like, do you do like that type of stuff? I do. I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. trying to say that you're like, right. You're like, well, I ain't no bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but you, you may, you have to like, I'm consistently like thinking and making calculations. Got you. Um, that, that will benefit the client. Absolutely. Oh, and I'm always trying to listen and I'm always trying to win. I'm yeah. And I'm always like, trying to win. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I met you on the, a campaign trail. Oh, that's right. That's See, right. You didn't even that's, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. When you said it, I was like, hey, where do we meet? Okay, like, yeah. Yes, because yeah. I'm, I'm always out in these Brooklyn streets, so you may not know where <laughs> you met me. <laughs> so, yes, we met on a campaign trail for Eric Gonzalez. Right, right. Yes. That and was dope. you were like, really. Was I you intense? Were, you were intense. I was different. Yeah, you were different. Like, different. your energy is so different from that. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. I don't know if you remember this, you were, I was out, um, I was actually so depressed that day, I was going to have a drink, and you had to use the bathroom. So you came in, oh, right. just, on to use, on yes, just to use the bathroom, yep. like, you just had me like, I need to use the bathroom, I'm like, hey, I remember what's that. up? And like, you ended up having like a glass of water or a drink, but you were like, so stressed with like the campaign, and I was like, <laughs> what does he do? And then you were like, I do this, I do that, and I was like, oh, this guy does a lot. And my friend was like, he's cute. He looked real busy. I'm going to leave him alone. <laughs> I was like, There was bombs yeah. dropping. I remember, I don't okay. remember the, what the issue was, but there was bombs dropping, like, which is what tends to happen sometimes mm-hmm. on a campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, that day, I pulled over to use the bathroom mm-hmm. and I pulled over to just kind of like stand still for a little bit. Okay. Um, and I didn't even want to drink, but then like, I, I remember you I walked your in. Phone. You I, were right. like, I need a glass of Hennessy. Right, right. <laughs> and then, and then I'm trying to think what happened. I, I, I walked in. I saw you. Mm-hmm. Or did I go? To the, I don't remember. I went to the bathroom first. Mm-hmm. I just remember like seeing you out of context because mm-hmm. the last time I saw you was at uh, the campaign announcement. Right. Mm-hmm. So this was out of context, but I was like, my energy was like, oh, this is pleasant. <laughs> like, go move towards that. <laughs> this is pleasant. Good. And then we like, and we had a cool time. See, we had a I cool like, time. You know that was I'm fun. Giving off pleasant energy. I'm gonna use that for the rest the of time. the year. I want to give off pleasant energy. Yes, but okay. So you've been so a campaign strategist, political consultant. Mm-hmm. You do it all. Practitioner. Practitioner. Reformed, Reformed practitioner. I'm a good. Oh guy. my god. I, I I don't even want to go into politics now because I know we, we that would be the whole show of what's <laughs> happening. Um, but. And then, and you, you teach yoga. Yeah, yeah. How did that come about? And like, how can we get more straight black men to actually get into yoga? Because I think they need it the most, actually. I think we, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think everybody can benefit yes. from a yoga practice because mm-hmm. you just get, and it, it's not, the benefits aren't uniformed. Mm-hmm. So depending on the person, um, a lot of people say, like, I, I can't do yoga. I mean, you've, we've seen all the Instagram memes, but a lot of people mm-hmm. say, I can't do yoga. 
I'm not flexible. Mm-hmm. I can't do yoga. I'm not in shape mm-hmm. or I can't touch my toes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, w- I wasn't able to touch my toes when mm-hmm. I first started in yoga. I used to be an athlete back mm-hmm. in the day, but like I got into yoga because of back problems and I couldn't because of a car accident specifically, mm-hmm. but I couldn't lift weights because every time I would lift weights, I would I would res- I would get this severe spasm mm-hmm. and I would be like bedridden for mm-hmm. like two days. I went to the doctor. This is a, this is one time when a, when a doctor actually gave me good advice. Mm, okay. he, he said, <laughs> he said, did you ever try yoga? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. So then funny story this woman which is crazy because technically that's not like that's more of a holistic approach right most times they're like you want to try these drugs because that same doctor she prescribed me like a shit ton of drugs that's crazy (laughs) that's crazy we just we just need to legalize cannabis i Mm -hmm. mean that's that's what we really need to do well we'll get into that too um you know what's can i just say one thing you know what's funny about like when when we met on that campaign Mm -hmm. i had just come back from getting my yoga certification. Oh, wow. So the fact that I was intense, I was like, getting my certification is going to make me so much calmer. Mm-hmm. And I was probably like the most intense mm. in that six months or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I had all the tools and I was going to be the Zen person. Mm-hmm. And all I was doing was getting tried and like mm. learning my practices. Mm-hmm. I now know that. I didn't know it at the time. I was like, what the yeah, hell's going on? You have to grow on? into it. You yeah. just can't, you know, yeah. overnight change. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. So you got you you got certified from this accident. You, you know, sorry, I'll start over. So the accident happened. You decided to start getting mm-hmm. into it from mm-hmm. a doctor's standpoint. Right. And then you just got like certified. How cool is that? That's it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And there's there's different reasons why people do it. People mm-hmm. do it to teach. Mm-hmm. People do it to deepen their practice. OK. What made me do it, and I think I told you this, but what made me do it is I had my whole six years of my life, mm-hmm. six-year plan, and Jane, no, November, whatever the date was, Donald Trump won. Yeah. Yeah. I left, I left my clients, and I went to Miami to get my yoga, cert, to get my yoga certification. That was like your Canada? That, that was... <laughs> I'm moving to Canada. I fleed. I fleed. <laughs> but I only got to Miami. But I was okay. like, this is this far I can go right now on my on my current budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just felt I felt like, you know what it was? Like it was this ex- like many things that we often go through. Mm-hmm. It was this external thing that was altering my mood. But what I really needed to do was discover more of myself. Mm-hmm. That's what that taught me. That's what a lot of things have taught me. And that's what and that's one of the things I learned Mm -hmm. through yoga, spiritual practices. It's Mm -hmm. never about the external. It's about what the root is within you. This goes to my next topic. So we had a little conversation about worth and you said something that was just like it just really stuck with me. And I said, I'm going to bring that into my 2020. You said you're having the best year of your life. You're in line with your issues and you get paid what you're worth mm-hmm. because you are worthy and you understand that. Like, yeah. tell yeah. me that story or tell the listeners that story. Sure. Sure. So I, we've all heard like the word worthy mm-hmm. worthiness, but from personal experience, I, I didn't know exactly what it meant until I was put in a few different situations. Mm. One Last New Year's Eve of last year, I fell I fell into I don't even want to say like a deep depression because I don't know that there's levels. Of, I know that like mm. it's just you're just there. Right. And you're just stuck. 
Um, and then I slowly, I slowly came out of that and then amazing things started to happen. I started to feel good, uh, personally, spiritually, family wise, health wise, just very dope things started to happen. Mm -hmm. I went to church one day. I was on the wrong schedule. So, as, mm-hmm. you know, usually I'm like an hour late or whatever mm-hmm. in church. This t- yeah, that's about right. This t- <laughs> Me too. Been an hour late. Like, everybody stop singing. All right. Cool. Keep it a word. I'm out. This time I was like an hour and a half late. Mm-hmm. I literally get there about 10 minutes in. I hear like two things. And then, and then church ends. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that one, one of my yoga teachers mm-hmm. uh, was announced as a prayer champion. She was behind me. I turn around. I see her. Um, she comes up to me after she's like, Andre, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And for, and then I just broke down. I just started bawling. And in the you middle. Had, no, I had no clue. Wow. I, had no clue. I, wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting it at all. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh shit, am I slipping back into like this, this low energy place? Like what's, mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. right now? She said, let's go in the back. We started talking and she was like, she's like, what's happening? Like, what's going on with you? And, and I, and I talked about a few positive things, a few investments, a few things career wise mm-hmm. that were going really well. And she was like, okay, so do you feel worthy mm-hmm. of those things? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the answer to that. Like, of course, like on, on like the physical level, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. From the egoic level, I'm like, yes. But then I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't. She's like, well, let me stop you. Yes, you are. Number one. And number two, you need to know that you are. So it's like, it's, it's the law of abundance, mm. so to speak. So when you receive, like, we should we are, we we should receive all of the love all of the joy all of those things because that's how the law of abundance works mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't recognize that mm-hmm. at the time fast forward i was asked this question again by a life coach i, re- I recently started seeing mm-hmm. and i started to say i started talking about how i was having a great year and like how i deserved it mm-hmm. and she said let me stop you right mm-hmm. there to say to say you deserve it is saying that like you've worked like it's this arduous thing that that you must accomplish. And I'm like, yeah, well, like I feel like it was. And she was like, no, you're worthy of it, because when you're worthy of it, you're just allowing it to like flow in. Mm. You're saying like, I I am this this being who is worthy of all of the blessings, mm. all of the love that that we all are. So you're standing in this in this place of two separate people had given you two separate wow. people and then the third can i just say the third thing you, you know you like i threes. love threes you you i like threes, like threes. <laughs> yes another another spiritual teacher reverend michael bernard beckwith and callie mm-hmm. who helped me along my spiritual awakening other than my sister i log on his instagram page he's talking about worthiness mm-hmm. the first post was mm-hmm. about feeling worthy and i'm not talking about a place of entitlement worthy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about allowing source to flow through and being worthy of that. No mm-hmm. separation from whatever it is that you believe in. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like I said, worthiness, that's my, that's my word mm-hmm. of this year. I like that. So here's my question about worthiness. Is it because like you feel that you maybe done bad things in the past or like you didn't work hard enough mm-hmm. or like sometimes, like I know for me, I have said and it's it's crazy because I think I say that at times, not necessarily worthy, but maybe another synonym that I can think of. And I'm like, I don't, I don't deserve this. So sometimes I'm like, I don't deserve this friend. I don't deserve this guy. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't say that that often. Oh, I don't deserve, <laughs> you know, this particular thing. And 
it's probably because I feel that I have done something bad. And I'm right. like really into karma. I'm like, probably don't deserve that, you know? Right, so right. I feel, and I have felt like I'm not worthy, I guess, but like mm. some, mm, I don't know what the proper word is to say. Like you just feel uneasy about things, even if they're good or they're like, okay, like even this apartment, I'm like, am I worthy of this apartment? Because mm-hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. like happen to be at the right place at the right time. Because right. we know New York City, it's hard to get yeah, an apartment. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> you it's know, tough. so I feel that sometimes the worthiness, the lack of it is because you feel that you didn't put either enough work or right. maybe you've just done something really bad or mm-hmm. things just have came so easy to you that you're like, I didn't really deserve this. And then you see people who are going through things that really just put their best foot forward right. and they don't get it. And you're like, so are they not worthy? Uh, you know, am I lucky? Is this person like, I don't know. So I like to hear about worthiness, but I also like question like when you have the lack, is it because you've done something bad and maybe right, you know, right, your right. past or you know you're about to do some fucked up shit and you're yeah. like, probably, I probably shouldn't have gotten this, you know, line of a credit when Mm -hmm. I'm like fucked up, you know, I just charge, you know, some boobs on like, (laughs) you know, like for real, think about it. So I don't know. No, I hear you. I I hear, I hear exactly what you're saying. We, that's why I was thinking maybe you felt unworthy. You were like, I did. That's the thing. But I was just, you were doing some fucked up shit. It wasn't even fucked up shit. Behind a closed door. It wasn't, it wasn't fucked up shit. It Mm. was, it was not fully knowing like who I am mm, okay. and just making, making decisions that, that weren't grounded okay, and making decisions that were ego based. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, you went right into the next topic. Go ahead. This is working well. It's working well. It's working I well. see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like from that place, you know, because the ego is, is like so unpredictable you you just don't know what the outcome is going to be to certain decisions. Well, I don't know the outcome. I didn't know the out, what the outcome would be to, with for certain decisions um, that I would make. And then, in terms of like when, so when I was younger, I I didn't work hard. Mm-hmm. Like when I was fifteen, mm-hmm. I wasn't one of those people like oh I knew what I wanted to do when mm-hmm. I was fifteen. I knew what I wanted to do when I was twenty five. I knew what I wanted to do when I was thirty. Go mm-hmm. on, so on and so forth. Um, but in terms of that, you know, we kind of feel like in life that we always need this opponent. And I like mm. to call it sometimes like this false opponent. Mm-hmm. Like the people think that like the energy of saying like, oh, I got I got haters. Remember when like I think it was mm-hmm. Cat Williams be like, if you don't have 100 haters by the summer, like, right. <laughs> no, like that's that's like that's that's false shit. Uh-huh, like in, uh-huh. in, in my mind, I don't need this this negative false energy to create a positive energy mm-hmm. for me to now feel worthy. Mm. What I think you're saying in, and what anyone is saying in that situation is I mm. need to be more connected with who I am. Mm. If I'm connected with who I am, I don't give a fuck what a hater thinks mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. Part of my That's true. It's true. French. <laughs> Your friend. No, it, it's, mm, it's very true. And I think that it's sometimes it's hard just for people to identify who they are. And really take that time yeah, because saying, of the like, external yeah. factors, because things that, you know, the job you have, the money, how you look, things like that. People mm-hmm. don't really understand because so many external factors can drive you to who you are. Right. So when you see people who are so like they stand and they just 
got that confidence and you're just like, where do you get that from? Right. You know, but it comes from really doing the work Mm -hmm. of like understanding who you are. Right. And if you have to offend some people in, you know, the interim respectfully, not just being a piece of shit and being rude. Right. It happens, (laughs) you know, so yeah. That's what, that's what I had to learn. Like, it's not like that confidence doesn't come from what you say Mm -hmm. or like how much money you have or the car you drive. It's like that confidence for me, Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly like unfolding to get to that that place, mm-hmm. that ultimate whatever is just like really just learning more about me. That's gotcha. That's that's what I've learning what more I've about me. I like that. Okay, so we got a couple things under this next question. So this is a um, a conversation I was having with um, a black man, mm-hmm. and it was about like managing the ego because. Um, this person kind of felt like, you know, they got their things together, you know, apartment, you know, in New York, like you said, New York City, you know, you got an apartment tough, man. and, you know, whether you have an apartment, right, right yeah. apartment, car, As, when Sex in the City, they say if you have the, like, the man, the car and the job, not was it man, apartment and the job, like, that's the trifecta, that where mine is the career <laughs> relationships and your overall health. <laughs> so if you have those three, like, you feel like good. And I believe that is with most men, like mm-hmm. they're making the money, whether mm-hmm. they like the job or not. Sometimes the money is more of a driver. Yeah, I can't do that. And then well, you said not yeah. you. Yeah, not mm-hmm. me. I can't do that. That's good. Yeah, I've tried it. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Well, I think, I think we're evolving. Can't I do think it. a lot of people are evolving to understand yeah. like what makes them happy. So as this man, he feels like he like he's a decent guy. He has it together. Mm-hmm. But he's starting to notice that the standards for other women are like they don't come across as many guys who have it quote unquote together. So how do you manage the ego attached to I am a guy right. who's got it together. So I can kind of do whatever I want and I got the pick of the litter. Right. Because when I walk into a room, listen, I can kind of choose who no matter what I look like, right. as long, if I'm an attractive guy, even better. If I'm a decent guy, I'm still the creme of the, you know, creme de la creme because apparently, uh, and a lot of women are saying this is not like a lot of good guys out there, which I don't believe in, but the got it together guy Mm. is like at the top of the list. So how do you manage the ego and don't default to being a fuck boy? That's number one. Right, 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 right. Or just being a guy who's just so disattached because his ego was just like, oh yeah, she's cool. Eh, next, yeah. you know, like how? Because you you set the ego, and I was like, yeah. first, wait, let's stop. Are you single? I am single. You kind of single. I'm you single. Got- <laughs> I'm single. Are you a reform fuck boy? So, so, <laughs> so, so I am. I am seeing somebody, okay. but it's I. I, I Does was, she call you her boyfriend? No, she doesn't. Okay, no, she doesn't. Just no, she doesn't. Asking for friends. So, <laughs> so I was I was told, and this was. Well, maybe this was by a woman that didn't want to be with me. Okay. Um, who who was saying she was single and I thought she was my woman, but years ago it was like, if you're not married, you're single. Is that's what fuck niggas say for I'm real, for you, real. But I'm not, not I know I did hear that. And I know that thank is hundred percent true. Did you true. hear it from a woman or a man? <laughs> I heard probably from guys mostly. But I do I have friends who have said, like, you know, you're single until you're married, which is true. If you go to an application mm-hmm. for any line of credit or bank or whatever, you have to check your single unless you're married. Yes, that is true. But you know, you know what I mean. I I do <laughs> I do know what you mean. Um, and that's why I say you know I'm seeing somebody. Seeing, right seeing now. someone. Yeah, okay, yeah. one person exclusively. 
So you're like in a relationship, but this okay. We're getting. I'm not. Trying, <laughs> I'm just being nosy to be fair, but no, because I I want to answer the question about managing the ego mm-hmm. and like it's. I think it is hard for a lot of men because I know in my story I met this guy who I thought was really great and mm. he had a you know the had it together right and his ego was crazy and the great thing is we had real conversations where he was like honestly like it's so easy for me to just meet women and really like attractive women because like it's just I just be out and they just like come to me because I got it together. And, and I'm like, serious? he, was, being he serious? was dead ass serious. And the thing is that and maybe I'm just being naive because I can be. I think he did like me and mm-hmm. I think he did probably want more from me. But he was just so distracted by the fact that he just had so many options. Right. That it was like he no bullshit. No lie. He was like. I think I want to have a lot of fun this summer. And then by the time the fall comes, I'm going to like settle down. How old and is I was he? How old like, is he? Grant, okay, now, okay, yes. Wait, I mean, okay, I should ask that. I'm sorry, Mike, it's your first You know what? And that's how it kind of ended. I was yeah. like, he's too young. He was like 33, I think. Okay. So he wasn't super, super young, but he wasn't, you know, an older guy where I could be like, you know. So I, it was right. like a pass that like, he's borderline. Maybe in September, he really would be like, Cuffing Dang, season. It's cuffing season. It's cuffing season. But then what, what do you do the next summer? Like, and I swear on life, he actually said this to me. And I was like, that sounds nuts. This guy is an actual lunatic. But you know what? I you know, I've seen his ass. <laughs> I've seen his ass in them streets. Uh-huh, he was looking uh-huh. real lonely. Damn. Uh, you shining on him? Winter weather. He was like, can I get a hug? I was like, oh, skirt, skirt. <laughs> no. Good for you. I was proud of myself. Good. Anyway, getting back to the conversation. Right, 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 right. Ego. Like, I definitely want to know because this has happened to me and I had a mm. guy. And I I do think he's going to regret that because I think that we, maybe I'm being naive again, we had something. Mm-hmm. And I think his ego was just like, let me see how far along I can push this until I'm ready to want to be involved with someone seriously or, you know what, having a good time. I don't got to do whatever, I, you know. Right. I feel I like know. there's I feel like there's two there's many things. Mm-hmm. There's two things that that stick out to me like being 42 mm-hmm. and looking back on You look good, boy. You look good. It's the yoga. <laughs> it's the it's, yoga. It's the yoga. And the lighting in here. <laughs> the lighting right? in here, right? <laughs> yeah, lighting's great. <laughs> it's 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 making ego-driven decisions mm-hmm. which, you know, like I was saying before like they're not they're not grounded or rooted in anything mm. um and then not knowing yourself because mm. when you when you don't and not that i fully do because i'm constantly learning but when you don't know yourself you're literally like susceptible to anything mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. um and the ego that is the truth right there mm-hmm. the ego is is um the ego is it's a, what do I what do I read? Oh, what was I reading? I forget what book by uh, Michael Beckwith. There's a daily battle, like you have a daily battle with your ego, mm. and I think why he puts that in perspective is because like you never completely like annihilate the ego, like it's always going to mm. be there. And that's when I first realized that I was like, oh, that's some scary shit. Mm. Um, but then when you think about it, if you're constantly doing work on yourself to to be this better person, to uh, achieve to be your higher self 
your ego is not going to be involved like in your higher self. So you're eliminated like little by the whole little vibrating higher thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and then when, when you were, when you were talking before, what was the first thing that came to me? I was going to ask you a question if you didn't mind. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you like where with this guy. And this is something that mm-hmm. someone asked me when and it had nothing to do with like uh, uh, a relationship or anything like that. But like they were like, where did you feel it? Mm-hmm. Where did you feel it from? Like, did you feel it from like mm-hmm. your soul or did you feel it? From I hear your this. Head? I always hear this. That and, shit and, works, man. But but I forgot what what it what it means. Could have been both. Oh, what it means. So when you feel it from your head, mm-hmm. it's your mind mm-hmm. and it's your ego. Mm-hmm. When you feel it from here, you're like your soul or your mm-hmm. solar plexus. It's like that is like the right answer. All good mm-hmm. information comes from here. All right decisions. Like come from here. This is your intuition. This is your intuition. Yeah, you when you know follow what? That, that's when you. But good. you know why it hurt me the most? It hurt me most because he brought God into it. It was like very spiritually grounded relationship. So it had religion. That. Yeah, it had like church aspects in it. Awesome Kanye so shit. yeah, <laughs> he's also, he's also. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, let's listen to that new Kanye." Right, no, no, Sunday. No, right. No, but it, and and I think that I was questioning because I think. My and you're right. It was both because my ego got attached to say, you know what, God, this must be the one for me because he's meeting me at X Y Z X Y Z. Everything feels great, mm-hmm. and then he he brings this stupid you know ego thing to me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, um, God, give me the sign. So I'm asking mm-hmm. God, and of course, you know, ask for a sign from God. You know, sometimes you may get it. Sometimes it's in a different way that you just don't see. Right. And I'm like, I need a sign because he has to be the one because you wouldn't give this guy to me right now. Mm-hmm. Ended up, he ends up being like trash at the end of the day. But I felt so bad about it because I just thought it was, he just really checked off a lot of things right. that I wanted. But my girlfriend says something that was really good. She said, everything you're saying, I want to know about how he makes you feel because mm. everything oh sounds good. But is he making you feel good? So right. then that's when I started talking to the mind and the heart. And it's, I mean, <laughs> the heart, wrong places I'm doing it uh, physically. <laughs> um, and saying, okay, what do you like about him? Because I think I was attached to the wrong things. I was right. just like, I like to check a lot of things off the, you know, which a lot of women do. We check right. off the list and then Men we say, do it too. you know yeah. what? This person's great. And then I'm realizing he's like not checking on me when I'm landing, you know, in travels or mm-hmm. You know, doing stuff that I think is common courtesy. And I'm like, yeah, this is that's not the guy for me. That right. my, a guy for me is gonna do a little bit more than that. But right, right. he loved God. He loved his mama. He got a good job. You start looking at it, and I'm looking at no different from the question I'm asked, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it just ugh. he wasn't so, ready yeah, for he, you. He went, and that's that's how I that's how I got peace with it. I had right. to have peace with it because you know, I would still see him and be like, man, I, I like him. And he would still come up to me all the time. He sees me. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, still like you, but he wouldn't do any work. Mm. So I'm like, oh, you're actually immature. Right. Like you, right. he did not want to put any work into actually like making sure that his presence was known. It was like, you got the number. I'm <laughs> a good man. Like, <laughs> come on. Like what is wrong? And it, and it brings me to like so many things. So it was my, my, I have so many questions. But do you believe that you can be a reformed fuckboy? <laughs> wow, that's where, you, that's where I was 
going with this. I went from God to reform folk because I actually want to do a topic on this because I feel that like Mm -hmm. there are people that can be and then I think they're they're just people who are just never going to get it together. Right. And it goes back to traumas. We were talking about this Uh offline Uh one time. They may have so much trauma that's going to keep them from, you know, just doing things that may not be quote unquote right to other people because whatever if you want to sleep around you want to have different wives girlfriends it could be your choice right but the other person has to be signing up for that shit and want to be down with it yeah but if you're out here just lying and um giving false you know stories and stuff like that's not what it's about yeah no i don't know you you gotta be a reform are you are you a reform fuck boy (laughs) talk to me i've i have (laughs) never i have never been a fuck boy how do you know does 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 one know? <laughs> That's a really good question. This is this might be a whole show. That's this a really could, good this, question. No, does I'm, I'm going to. I I, I have an X, right? <laughs> Wait, why am I like? I got my my I got my hands together. You can see right. me in the video right now. I'm, I'm like serious because I have an X, and I think he is a reformed fuckboy. Mm-hmm. And he said he's like, you know, I'm, you're right. I am. I, I think I need to know exactly what the term. Okay, so I think because I've heard it, I'm not I, acting like I haven't. Fuckboy 101 it. is like. If a guy is basically trying to sell you something that he can't eat, oh, hundred percent, no, hundred percent, no. Okay, because what? Let me tell. You, let me tell you this. I wasn't always the best, mm-hmm. but I will say, like, I never misled. Okay, I never sold. Like, I never sold drinks because. And you know, you know, one thing that I think is the the, the borderline of fuckboyism is like. Because I told her I wasn't looking for a relationship, but then mm-hmm. your panty drawers is over here. You got your underwear laying around. Then you got a toothbrush. But he over here talking about like he's not your man or mm-hmm. y'all are not together. Right. So right. that sometimes I that, that's that borderline because some guys say, you know, I was just honest. I told her, you know, I wasn't looking for nothing. I wasn't ready. But we together every single day for six months and. You know, I've been hanging out with her kids and her mama and shit. That sounds crazy. Mm. That's dumb shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, have you right, done that before? Right. That, Never. If, if that, that's the litmus test got of it, like, got it. Have, am I a fuckboy? A, B, C. Well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to report right, here today. Um, and every day that, no, I've not reformed and never have been. Good. Yeah. Proud of you. So you wouldn't even know what. Okay, so what's we'll that topic if you don't because you don't know if they can be reformed or not because you don't. I mean, I, maybe I have that experience. You know, here's what I would. I mean, I've heard it. You I, got I've boys who shit. are fuck boys. Come on now. I've I I you, you know ain't got people. No friends. I know people. I don't have any friends. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we met because I have, you no, have fr- no friends. I didn't have any friends until I met you. Now. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't. I would not incriminate my friends. That's okay. Yo, okay but, cool. But but I know I know people. I know people that are mm-hmm. you know, and I I would have answered this question. Like way differently, you know. Uh-huh. Somebody, somebody put me onto this book. Oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, is it "Am I a Fuckboy" no. by C. Devone? Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, it's my 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 pastor put me onto this book. Um, I took this class, and she talked about it, and I just like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it came back up again. It's called the. Let me get it right. Mm-hmm. The amazing. This is what it's called right here. Okay. The Amazing Development of Men by Alison Armstrong. Okay. So now I thought, so here's what she said. This Ooh. book is not, this is a really good book and I'm okay. recommending it to everybody. I'm like halfway through. This is not just about like for men trying mm-hmm. to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. 
but it's it's about women trying to figure out who men are oh. and and it's and it's and a I don't million mean from dollar a, question and I don't and I don't mean it from a place of like that's how the formula works men are constantly trying to figure out who who women are too but what it what and from what I've learned are they I feel that they're like you don't understand me next <laughs> I feel like if 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 a, if a man is like that they're like that with everything they're like that with uh, most topics okay. mm-hmm. um but it, it just kind of talks about like the difference, the different stages of men. And, and, mm. I, and I'm, it, I think about it because of the, the guy that you met. Mm-hmm. She talks about men going through stages of being a page, a knight, a prince and a king. And oh. the, the knights, the knights are, I don't think she said addicted, but I use that word addicted to adventure and adventure. Not meaning like, oh, I always have to do this, but like they always like want to be in something and they're not trying to be committed. And that's not necessarily a fault of I his own. I think I was a knight at one time, too. I just wanted all the knight? Are you a reformed knight? If, I, if I'm a reformed fuck girl. <laughs> Damn it. Maybe I am. <laughs> but the book is dope. The book is that's dope. And that's cool. I like that. So so what is the final thing? To be a king? To, to be a king. You know what she gave Or us? a queen. Because a queen's more powerful, she's, right? She's talking about... Okay. I yeah, don't know. The, the queen can make the... Right. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll figure that out. Yeah. But that's interesting. It's dope, man. Because it's all about strategy and his thought. So. Yeah. Huh, the amazing development of man. Of men. Of men. Yes. Men. Got it's, you. It's Check dope. it out, guys. Yeah. It's okay. really dope. So go. This is my last thing. Um, so, because, you know, career, we talked about mm-hmm. you figuring out your career and what works for you and how to bring more positivity to politics, which is great. Right. So you working through that, your health, Mm -hmm. you know, getting yoga certified. Um, and let's go into like therapy. We spoke about relationships and, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the reform fuck boyisms and the (laughs) development of man. Um, but trauma, Mm -hmm. you know, one guest said on the show, she was like, this guy, I was perfect for him, but, he had too many traumas. So I don't think he deserves me or anyone. And I said, oh. <laughs> I want him dead. I was like, damn it. But um, it really made me think about men and their traumas. And I deal with it all the time. And I have dealt with it. And I think as I think women, our triggers and our traumas are more outward where we're like, you know, I don't like this. I don't like that. I think we're more vocal. Mm-hmm. And I think the traumas with men, they since they're just as, not as emotional as women, I'll just put it out there. Emotional, emotional meaning like as outspoken about how they feel. They may, everyone has feelings, but I'll say uh, from an emotional outspoken standpoint. Um, I think the traumas are so different. And a lot of men fail in relationships because mm-hmm. they haven't dealt with the traumas right. in their, whether it's family, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, just past relationships, etc. So I think we kind of spoke a little bit offline, like, you know, I'm dealing with my traumas. Right. Like, yeah. is it really just therapy or is, like I say, just getting to know yourself, going on an island? Like, how do men really, what would you say would be advice for men to deal with their traumas? I mean, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to give like a one mm-hmm. size fits all mm-hmm. because I've I've just for me, it was it was reading certain books. Mm-hmm. It was going to hear certain talks. Mm-hmm. It was getting my yoga certification. Mm-hmm. It was it was being depressed that in that mm. dark moment, 
not knowing what which way was up and then like the the journey the journey out of that was like one one you say i never want to go back there again amen and then through that you're kind of like you put together a game plan whether intentional or not intentional like mm. what do i do to not go back there again right like what's what like what do, what do i need to avoid what do i need to change another another great quote from this book mark nepo that i read was called or not called but he said there comes a point in your life where you have to put down what's no longer serving you and that i was on the slow ass c train (laughs) when i heard that local (laughs) (laughs) when i heard that and i was immediately like what can you remove from your life today whether it's like people food it was everything wow. i started drinking less i started i like I, I i shrank my circle of friends i was very intentional about who i who i spent time with who i gave my energy to what i watched mm. um like everything i started just like retooling everything so for me like that's that's what kind of helped me along the path so you, I don't, s- you just answered the question right there i mean that's everyone but that really is that is the answer. You know, yeah. that's that's part of the you know the answer. I mean, because there's other things that you know I have seen in a relationship where it could be something as little as you know raising their voice. I've mm-hmm. seen people like that's a major trigger with some people, and it's like you can and maybe I just talk loud, but <laughs> you know now you're triggered. Now we're having an argument because of the volume of my voice. But that's a trauma. Maybe right. when you were a child, you um were yelled at all the time and t- told that you were stupid and right, didn't, right. you know, you didn't get a lot of loving words. So now the person that you need to be around has to pour really positive words into you. And like, I don't really need positive words. That's right. just not my thing. Not I do right. like to be told I'm beautiful. Right, and cute. Like that's nice, but yeah. you don't have to tell me that all the time, but you can do something nice for me. You can buy me something nice. Right. That's just me. It doesn't have to that's be something love expensive. Language. It's my love language, but it also could be my traumas too. You know, Mm. like maybe, you know, growing up in the South Bronx in the projects and not having a lot. Mm -hmm. So I like people to do things for me. So it goes back to really understanding your traumas. And I really, for men and especially black men, I would love to see them just, I think it's going to help them in their relationships and also to identify like, Oh, that girl is so beautiful and amazing. She got a fat ass, but you know what? I see the way she talks to her friends or she left her friend for me. Mm-hmm. So is she just going to abandon me? Like, I mean, it's little shit. Right. Because I even saw online today. Someone said uh, the girl code is like, you don't leave your friends drunk at a bar. And I was like, oh, that's one on one with my friends. I don't care if you want to stay. You think you want to leave with someone? I'm not there. Not on my time. Anywhere right. else. If I, if I know the person. Right. Good. But if okay. I do not know the person and you're trying to like leave and go, especially to another city. Right. I, you cannot be my friend actually, because now I got anxiety. That's right. a different right. thing, right. you know? Right. So I don't know. It's just different. You like going that. Yeah. Back to, but I like that. What doesn't serve you. That's. Yeah. That's really, cause it can be people really, like I said, talking loud. Right. People are drinking a lot. People. And I remember at one time I did like a guy who was really, really fun, Mm -hmm. super outgoing. He drank a lot and he did a little bit of drugs, which was it was drugs. So it didn't Mm -hmm. matter because I don't like to be around drugs. Right. My father did drugs. Mm -hmm. And I feel that 
I may have an addictive personality. Right. So maybe if I got a little bit of some, you know, nose candy, I'd feel like I would be addicted. Right. I don't want to even be around it. Right. You know, so I had to put that down. And I wrote him mm. a cease and desist letter. It was crazy because wow. I knew I was I was going through a period and it was the start of a major spiral down. And I had to legit write him a letter and say, I like you. This is going great. But I see where this is going because I know what you like and don't like. Mm. I know that you're not looking for anything long term. I need something in my life a little different. Right. And I let it. That was the. I think the only mature thing I've ever done in my life, to be honest, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very immature. That's really dope. But, That's really dope. And what, as I look back, I'm so proud of that because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be around be. hopping around from bar to bar right. with him, flirting with girls. And even though he liked me a lot and right. it was fun and we had great times and right. great passion, it wasn't going to serve me. Yeah. I knew the outcome. I actually wrote down the outcome. I was like, I'll visit you, then we'll do this, and then we'll do that, and then we'll be doing this for years and years and years. Right. And then my last thing, I'm talking too much, but... You need to put it down. I always... This is my rule of thumb. I do not date anyone. This is going to sound crazy, and I don't care. I have to look at the secret languages of birthdays. It is a website. Now, when I put put you on, just holler at me. Let me know how it goes for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not date anyone if I look at this website uh-huh. and I get the report and I know if I'm going to date you or not. Now people say, oh, you're putting the seeds in the... It doesn't matter. <laughs> I I have seen it foolproof. I've done it for people who I've dated for years after, mm-hmm. before, just got to know. Foolproof. And the website said with this guy that we were going to always be off and on. It was just going to always be that way. We were going to have fun. And it was going to be this off and on relationship that was going to consistently just always be about having an, that adventure. And I was like, I'm, what I'm going through right now, I can't have an adventure. Right. I don't need that. And I, I let him go. And I'm not even his friend anymore, mm. which was kind of like crazy because I love people and I right. love to be around people and I love to feed into people. But I just said no. And he respected me. He never, I wrote him and he was like, he didn't even say okay. He just was like, I wrote I, the last line I wrote was actually do not reply because you're a good person, but I just can't have you in my life at this point. So mm. let's just not even go back and forth with it. He respected it. And yeah, so I knew he wasn't going to serve me, especially right. for the time period. And I think that's, um, yeah, that's amazing. It's crazy. I, I, I don't do yeah. a lot of amazing things like that, but that's uh, the one thing I must say. You're not telling the truth. You're not telling I, the I, truth. I, yes, I am you proud do. of, but it's not serving you. And enough. Okay. So serving, we talked mm. about that. Mm. The worthiness, like knowing your worth. I like that. Mm. You are worthy. And you said abundance, something about abundance. abundance. Yeah. That's that the law of abundance is that where we are all here and receive all of the love. Mm-hmm all of the joy and all of the positivity. Mm-hmm. This is where I go back to like the false opponent. Got like you. There's no, there's no false opponent. There's no false opponent. There's no anti. There's, there's no, there's no C. There's no, there's, there's no, no bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, that D is trying to come after me. Anyway, yeah. Well, I'm thank, thank you. I, I like talking to men and having a man's perspective mm-hmm. because, you know, 
I have my own traumas with men and I like right. to, I want to clear the air with women and having healthy dialogues between men and women where we can just have the conversation. And, and I love that night thing. Cause I, I mean, you nailed it. This guy is, and when I saw him looking like a whole snack, I was, right. I knew in his eyes. He was like, dang, I'm going to like, he was like, I want a hug. He was, I was like, nah, we're good. Right, right. And something in my soul, I literally said out loud, which is crazy. I said, it's okay. And he looked like, and I don't know where it came from. I just said, it's okay. Cause I was at peace mm. with it. Cause I was like, I know what I want. I know what I like. And as great of a guy as I thought you were, you mm-hmm. just are not it. The times it, 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 it shipped. The ship has sailed. Right. <laughs> and my psychic also said the ship was going to sail. Hold on the topic. I'll tell you about that later. Anyway, Rick, are you on social media like that? I or am. I am. Do you I'm want on. people to follow you or you're like, want to be a top secret? Can people slide in your DMs too? Because I love hooking up people. I mean, they, 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 can, they can slide in my DMs, but like. You you're know, not taking the applications I got right a, now. I got a private page, so. But no, I, listen, I, I love connect. I love connecting with everybody. Okay, let's on connect. All this. People, people, random Send people hit me up. Send him a request. People, what is what is your social? Andre underscore Richardson. Very, oh, very that's simple. Very simple. Yeah, very on brand. What um what campaign trail are you about to work on next? Oh, next. Um, or are you are you you're working on one now? I'm working. On, yeah, I'm working on one now. That's really great. Can I drop it? Real quick? I have to say, are you yeah. like secret about stuff, or can you say? I'm, I'm tell us, tell us who, who. So, so no, this isn't this isn't a big deal. But mm-hmm. we're we're working uh, on a campaign for tobacco free kids to ban uh, electronic vaping and to okay. restrict menthol right now. Good. Like we've kind of seen like all of the deaths uh, that have taken place with uh vaping nicotine all over the country and specifically well now it's gotten like a it's a big deal now like it's a now huge it's, deal right now and then we're going one step further like with the menthol restriction because you know a lot of folks don't know like well folks do know that like this was the cigarette of choice for for black folks mm-hmm. but what they don't know why and the why and i'll leave it here is because these companies literally came into black communities and mm-hmm. gave us free shit mm-hmm. and hooked us just like they did with like crack cocaine in the eighties, like with everything. Absolutely. And then just, just got it hooked on it. And now like wow. we're, we're, it's the, I think it's the number one killer of black people. Cigarettes. It's crazy. Cause when you think about it, like, and even mentally in my head, I thought about that green packaging, that Newport, Newport, Newport. Right. They're giving away hats and shit, free cigarettes, shorts, like wow. all that shit back in the day was like was totally normal. Got you. So that's what you're working on now, or you're going to be. Working that's what on? I'm working on now. That's what we've been working. That's what I've been working on for the last like Tobacco six months. Free. And, it, and it goes with the whole brand of just being healthy. Tobacco free. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it. At that. You, you're working on other campaints. I, I know am, you I are, am. but it's a, it's a top secret. It's not a top secret. I just okay. don't want. Just yeah. don't want. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You don't want to persuade us to vote for anybody. I want to tell everybody who not to vote for, and I think it's very <laughs> okay. Obvious. Okay, who not? Who should we not vote for? The orange man. The orange man. He even got a name. People like the that's man. literally his name, the orange man. Yeah. Well, we know that. Thank you guys for tuning in this to awesome. Music Men and My Mentor, where we had a man today and we spoke about the traumas the worthiness and i'm so appreciative of just having this conversation this dialogue and especially to get i want more men to do yoga not because i'm into yoga but because um it helps me from like slapping people honestly it's one of the benefits because i'm like oh i didn't have to slap a bitch today (laughs) shout out to rico nasty that's my song anyway thank you guys for tuning in make sure you know the website's up www musicmanandmymental.com, the Instagram, Twitter. We're going to get more active on the Twitter as well. Um, but 
follow us. We are so excited to have you. And we hope that you learned something. We hope you feel worthy. We hope you are checking on yourself and really taking care of yourself during the holiday time and going into the new year. So thank you. Thank you to my guests. Thank you. And, you know, have a great day. Bye. Thank you.